0: Welcome to the Just Off Glen podcast with your host Christy Alexander where we talk to the movers, shakers and change makers Just Off Glen Hi listeners, thanks for joining us on this episode of the Just Off Glen podcast. I'm your host, Christy Alexander, owner of WorkSmart Co-working and Meeting Space here in downtown Glens Falls. And today I'm joined by Dina Endaveri of Any Promo. Dina, thanks so much for being on the podcast. Thanks so much for having me. I'm actually super excited to be here. Let's just start with a little bit of background. Who is Any Promo? Um, we, we have quite a long history, but I'll try to
1: condense it as much as possible. So um, my husband and I, Mike and and I, Mike Endvary, and our business partners, Jim and Kendra Chamberlain, we actually started um, screen printing business out of an apartment we all lived in together back in the early 90s. And my business partner, Jim's parents, owned Sperry Advertising, which was a promotional product company on Ridge in Glens Falls but they didn't do t-shirts. And we felt that they needed to do, we needed to add that to our lineup. So we started this screen printing business out of our apartment and had a screen printing machine in our bedroom. And uh, we started to screen print shirts and add that. And eventually down the road bought Sperry Advertising from my partner's parents. And we felt like we needed to rename things. So we actually incorporated as Northeast Promotional Group Inc. Incorporated. And under that blanket, we run Northeast Stitches and Inc., which is our contract decorating facility where we get work in from all over the country. And we have N.E. Promo, which is the sales office and the distributor, which handles all kinds of branded merchandise and promotional products, which we actually run sales all all over the country, mostly the Northeast. And that's how we came to came to
0: be. There's a lot to unpack there. Yeah, a
1: lot. <laughs> I know. That's not even the half of it. Oh
0: my goodness! So, were you guys employed? All the four of you were you employed at that time? I love that you saw you saw space in the market. You saw there was something was missing. Yeah, that we could definitely sell printed shirts. Yeah, like we
1: didn't. There was this. We didn't think that it was should just be hard goods cups. Uh-huh. Pens, things like that. It's like everybody wants a T-shirt. Yeah. So, yeah, Kendra and I were working, and the guys were selling promotional products, and we had jobs. while we while we started this business, the guys focused on starting the screen print business, while Kendra and I had jobs to bring money in. Okay. And. Um, And then we would go on nights and weekends and we would print, all print shirts together. Oh man. Yeah. I mean, the stories are endless. We would joke because we would leave the guys home all day long while we went to work. And one time, you know, while they're watching, this is dating me, Regis and Kathy Lee show, (laughs) they would burn chicken soup making it while they were waiting for something to print. And, And we, you know, we all lived in the same house with two apartments. Oh my gosh so we were all in the same house together. We were each in separate apartments and we, yeah, we just started to this little tabletop screen printing machine that we had. Our first screen in order, we printed Saddam sucks on shirts. Oh wow. At that time I was still in college. I was selling them in
0: college dorms. Oh my goodness.
1: But yeah, we, we started to, you know, really, how do you not want everyone's t-shirt? Right.
0: Yeah. Everybody does. Everybody does. Um, some of us, I mean, yeah, truth be told me we'll sign up for a race because the t shirts really cool. Right. Yeah. Exactly. But
1: we did have other jobs and we, we've had to, I mean, and I think that happens a lot, you know, when, when you're an entrepreneur and starting a business often times you're working a a full-time job, but you're actually side hustling. Right. What you hope maybe, I mean, will grow to be something that you earn a living doing. Yeah. Because all of our parents, when we eventually left and said, we're starting a t-shirt company, we're, we're printing shirts. Even though my partner's parents were in the industry, out my parents, my husband's parents, Kendra's parents were all like, you're doing what? Right.
0: I can only imagine. Yeah.
1: A- and so it was, you know, it was a little, a little difficult at first.
0: So where did you find the drive? You're, you're working and you're, I mean, let's face it, entrepreneurs were, were often burning the candle at both ends. Where it's, did you find the drive?
1: I think it starts off, it starts off almost being a, a fun project in a weird way. Mm-hmm. If I look back on it now, I've never had anybody ask me that question. But now that I'm thinking about it, it, it starts off like, hey, we could do this. Let's give it a try. And then you you sell an order and you, <laughs> yeah. you someone buys the shirt you want and there's almost like this bizarre hit of dopamine. Yes. Right? Yeah. It's a it's this thing and you say, Oh, oh. Yeah. So you sell that shirt and, and you put something out there and then somebody else hears about you and said, Hey, I heard you're doing this. Can you do this? And and what starts out as sort of a ah, Throwing spaghetti on the wall. See if it sticks. Right? Yeah. Let's try it out. <laughs> it is suddenly now there's somewhere you can't put your finger on it, but you become bound to it almost. Yeah. People start to come to you and now it goes from that dopamine hit to we need help. Right. Because we're getting a lot of requests and now it becomes, well, now you have someone working for you and you right. have a responsibility. Yes. And what starts out as this innocent little Hey, that would be a fun shirt. It's during the Gulf War and it says Saddam sucks. Like that's fun. Right. And, and then as it goes, you don't even pay attention to what it's growing into. Yeah.
0: It just, it builds momentum. Mm. And I love the humility of the entrepreneurship journey where, you know, you, you reference it as a dopamine hit, but there's (laughs) a little bit, I think of us that says, I I can't be alone in this, right. Mm. That says, Oh my gosh, it worked! Right, that humility—that's
1: like... Oh, and it's definitely with other people too. Yeah, our partners. Like we, you know, we were Mm twenty-somethings. So you know, twenty-somethings. I have a twenty-three-year-old son, and he, you know, there's an energy, and and uh, and there's something about it that's just really. When I look back on it, and I could see it in twenty-somethings now. That's fantastic. Yeah, and the four of us would sit around clueless about how to, we would get boxes would come in. And, and when we started to grow, we were printing the wrong things because we didn't have any process to check goods in. Okay. And I always tell people, we built our business on failure. Yeah. People think that it's a bad word, no. the F word, <laughs> but it's not failure a fantastic it word is, because is. every time we screwed up, we would say, oh, we got to fix that. And then you adapt and adjust. But the four of us would sit around and say, we just printed all these shirts wrong. Didn't anyone check them in? Well, no, the this box just showed up. So we thought that was them. Well, maybe we need to have paperwork and, <laughs> and that but the four of us would look at each other and and we would just be like, let's go just have some go to Sandy's clam bar and right? straighten it all out. <laughs> so so yeah, there was if we didn't have each other. Oh my gosh. I don't I don't think it would have been as fun there's something about having each other yeah you know that is really really important I think that um I know we were talking about earlier about the the, the fantastic nature of work smart it's just like when you are collaborating with people it, 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 and they understand the boat you're in right that's the thing other yeah. people don't you don't really know what you what you're they're walking in their shoes right you hear right. that you need to right. walk in someone's shoes to understand you what do. they do yeah um and and even if you have a you're a graphic designer and then like we're a screen printer or somebody else is a, a, a an accountant or a bookkeeper mm-hmm. right you're all trying to do your own thing right right so if let's right. say you're here at Worksmart and you're collaborating people know you're on the same boat trying to do the same thing right. and with right. that comes an understanding definitely it, there comes a deep understanding of I understand where you're at right and and that. That's necessary it's necessary yeah
0: that's community that's it is. that's where the community comes together and because you know like you're it, it's so funny that you would say that even um, the the owners of Sperry advertising the the, the parents, parents yeah couldn't wrap their head around it right, right. It, it's like wait a minute how do you not understand what we're feeling right now you know but that's that's where having your community surround you and encourage you and build you up and just you know I was talking with someone this morning a, a gal who came in and and uh I said you know just having somebody say to me Owning your own business is really tough. I said, sometimes that, just that breaks me. Yeah. Like, can, yeah, you are my people. Mm -hmm. You're my people. You get it. Instantly. Instantly. And it just binds you. And it's like this weird, like, you know, then the trust begins to build. And it's, it's just so fun how that happens. It does. And I think that, I think that while, while his
1: parents, you know, they own their own business, they ran a small business and understood it. T-shirts are a lot different. There's a lot of moving parts to it. Sure. And not only that, you're now taking this, you know, where you're have this long-term career that you've built a book of business. And now you're just going to switch gears and start something brand new. That's unknown. Right. Right. That's, that's odd. Mm -hmm. And, and in terms of what you just said about you're instantly attracted, I think it's, um, it's an interesting, uh, concept, the American dream, Mm-hmm. As I would like to put quotations over that since right. you can't see that. Right. <laughs> right. But I think it's interesting because I've had a lot of people say to me that they have started their own business thinking they were going to have more time, that they were going to have more freedom. Mm. And they find that it's not more freedom. It, it's weird. It's it's very hard to understand. It's right. like if you've never done certain things You know, if you've never, I I don't know, if you've never had a certain illness, if you never, if you never lost someone to an illness or you've never, or if you don't, you've never had an illness that has been life threatening or uh, whatever the case may be, if you haven't walked in those shoes, you really don't know. Right. And entrepreneurship is a lot. It's, it could be heartbreaking. It Mm -hmm. could be difficult. It's a lot of sacrifice. It is. Yep. And you do need someone who understands you may be the one starting your business, but your spouse isn't. Right. They don't understand.
0: Yeah. And that could be really difficult. You know, so and it and it adds to the difficulty that you're you're already dealing with as an entrepreneur.
1: It does because I feel that community is synonymous with mental health. Like you you need that community because there are times when you doubt yourself.
0: Absolutely.
1: Um, That's a fact. Yeah. You know, everybody seems to think that, you know, entrepreneurs don't always drive through. We go home and
0: cry sometimes. We're normal people. (laughs) I I feel like people have this idea of entrepreneurs as they're just not normal. Like, yes. You know what? (laughs) I will take risks. I will jump without knowing where the next step is. Yeah, me too. I admit that. It's not the greatest thing. Maybe that makes me a little crazy, but it's super fun. It's so much fun, (laughs) and I love that you said, you know, failure. The F word. I just had a conversation with somebody, and I said I like the word failure. I like, I like failing. I don't set out to fail, but there's always something to learn. A failure is never a failure. Yeah, it just isn't. I
1: agree. It's not a failure. It's an opportunity to just say, huh that didn't work. Right. And, and like you said, laugh at yourself. Yeah. We, this, there are times where there are days that just like some of those days, you know, those days, I mean, even if you don't own your own business, you have those days where you're getting phone call after phone call, like there's a black cloud over a project or there's something going on. And if you just can't breathe and go and move on, I, but if you don't have those people around you, yeah to just say you know maybe you're in a state where you just can't see past whatever the conflict is that current problem is yeah or the impending failure but if there's somebody else can roll in and sort of put a perspective on it yeah that's different it, can oftentimes snap you out of it and be yeah. like, "Yeah, we're gonna get through this." this it makes fine. all the difference. It, does. it makes
0: all the difference. And yeah. I, there's this weird idea that comes, like you're the only person that's ever dealt with this, and you don't say that. You don't, you know, yeah. think that I am the only. But there's just this weird sense that you get that it's like only happens to me. And that's one thing I love about being here is that we, we all share those challenges. And I know I am not the only one that encounters challenges like this. And it, there's, there's like, it normalizes it. It does. I, and I think it is
1: like you said earlier, when you, when I run into my friends and other people who own their own businesses It is. It's just, it's like a warm blanket. Yes. Got wrapped around you and it's like, you get it. Yeah. And it, it is, it's very empowering because you do need that. Yeah. You do need that for someone to say, you know, my husband might say when, when he's my business partner, you know, when we're in the, the, he might say something to me that he knows, I know this is going to sound crazy, but he always sends me a, a, jiff of a dancing hot dog. Like it's doing this little dance. <laughs> it's this ridiculous cartoon. And if I, it, like, if he would walk in and he sees that I'm in this state, he will send me this ridiculous dancing hot dog. Like it's so simple, but that's someone getting you.
0: Yes, absolutely. It, you know, or yep.
1: if I'm frazzled and I'm talking to my partner and she can hear, Kendra can hear in my voice that I'm out of my mind. She'll be like, it's fine. I'll take care of that. Don't worry about it. Mm. It's nothing to worry about. Move it along. Right. Like it's almost like a
0: clap, like a loud clap that snaps you out of it. It, Yep. Gets you out of your own head. And and so,
1: yeah, I think, uh, yeah, I think that definitely matters. I love that.
0: Hey, this seems like a great spot to break in and talk about how you can be around others who really understand the challenges you face. WorkSmart is a place where entrepreneurs like you can find inspiration and encouragement from others who've been in your shoes. Our members include successful business owners, leaders, and industry experts. They connect and share insights and experiences on everything from, say, starting a business or nonprofit to overcoming obstacles and achieving growth. Celebrating wins is more fun together. Visit WorkSmartGF.com to book your tour. Stop trying to go it alone. Come discover the power of connection and collaboration. Now let's get back to our conversation. I'd love to know, um, what are you guys up to right now? So you, you've you got your location in South Glens Falls. Give me a little uh, kind of inside view. I've never been in there. So what's it like? What do you got? You got big machines? We do got- have big machines. As a matter of fact, it's funny when
1: people, whenever someone walks into that building, they they can't believe what's in there. Um, we have quite a few. We have over 100 embroidery heads. We have three automatic screen print presses. We have a 125-foot laser bridge. We do work from all over the country. Um, so we get a lot of work in in there from our contract side of things where we just do the T-shirt decoration. Um, work comes in from all over. On NE Promo, where we're the sales office, mm-hmm. we um, sold 75 Main, to Jonathan from Massey's. Okay. Um, he bought that building and then we moved up into our corner building. So okay. we moved into production facility, fixed up the window. Um, you know, we've been making that really nice. Kendra did a great job decorating that thing. My business partner, she did a great job decorating the window for holidays.
0: Yes. Your big window out yeah. in front. There used to be like a kind of a fishbowl scene. right? There, and I we, remember. Yep.
1: So that fell apart terribly, but we finally, you know, we invested in that and, um, redid the roof and we fixed up the window and now we have mannequins in there nice. and, uh, we have a retail line. We have a retail line push apparel. And so that's a different division of what we have going on. Okay. So we have a lot of the retail stuff that's in there, but still showing that we decorate on shirts and hats. But, you know, we also do the all kinds of hard goods and the branded merchandise. But um, but we have our small little nice office that we go in. But believe it or not, we a lot of what we do is on the phone and online. Uh, okay. Three of our biggest accounts aren't even in this state. Oh, so we're really proud to be bringing that business in here. Yeah, we're really proud to be doing the way we've grown. You know, so you know, on the inside, we're a staff of three, and the two girls, uh, the two other sales girls, Gwen Ball and Holly Decline, who Holly's an ambassador with the Adirondack Regional Chamber, uh, they work from home most of the time. Okay, and it's um. Yeah. It's, it's kind of, it's low key, but we're, we're small, but mighty. Small, but mighty. And it's a far cry from the apartment. Yes. It's <laughs> a very far apartment. cry from the apartment, but it's uh yeah, it's a beautiful space. We have a we do have a nice showroom where we meet with customers so they can touch and feel samples and, and do all of that stuff. So it's good. We, nice. things seem to be moving back to people wanting service. It went okay. a lot online, yep. Yeah, has been our biggest competition. But people like that we're experts and we know when we do the work with meeting suppliers and finding good products. So it's uh, on the inside, people are really enjoying that again. So we're meeting more and more people in the office and it's it's good. That's always fun. It's good, grateful. I'm very grateful. Yeah. We have a lot of
0: good things going on. What are some trends that you're seeing in the industry right now?
1: The, a lot of the trends for us right now, it's a lot of um, like at home stuff. Oh. You know, it is. It's a lot of it's a lot of at home stuff. It's a lot of uh, sort of these comfortings. We still drop we drop ship all over the country. So okay. we do a lot of cust uh, clients like we have a big law firm in D C that we do business with that we drop shipped jackets. To all of their employees all over the Northeast. Okay. Because a lot of people are still working from home. Yeah. So they still remotely, are. They're working remotely,
0: dispersed teams. Yeah. And a lot of what we do is mostly
1: business. Like we don't really do a lot of schools or teams or anything like okay. that. We do a lot of more corporate work. Okay. Um, businesses, healthcare, things like that. So w- we're still seeing that we're drop shipping things. People more and more are buying their employees' gifts they're sending out gifts to their customers. Nice. We're doing that drop ship. And so the trends are super soft fabrics with simple decoration, or they're just things like blankets or things for travel, backpacks, travel cups, anything that's kind of, you know, you're, you're commuting from home to office or you're staying home. Mm-hmm. Um, gosh, we sell so many products. It's, it's a little bit it's a little bit crazy. Yeah. But I would say more for trends is really that service that we give to people more than anything else. They like that we can find stuff for
0: them and they don't have to think. That's awesome. I love that. Um, so putting staff and staffing issues aside for a few minutes, let's talk about some other challenges that uh, you're facing or you have faced at any promo and, and how you're overcoming them. I think that
1: our, besides staffing, um, I think a lot for us has been product and supply chains. Okay, They've, still. Yeah, I it's it's now you can, it's getting better. It's definitely getting better. uh, But there does seem to be a delay. Okay. Uh, you know, we have to switch around. We can find something. We're still finding that someone out of the gate might want a certain hoodie. And we might not be able to get like those less expensive hoodies are still, there's a little bit of struggle sometimes. okay Um, Or maybe a color. People want a particular color. Mm. And really what we do, I think is because we've been doing this for so long and we have experienced staff, we can source and we have a lot of great outlets for getting product. Okay. But behind the scenes, I would say our customers don't know that. Sure. But behind the scenes, our biggest struggle is still making sure that when we find something, is it from a good supplier? Okay. We need to make sure that our products are safe. Right. Are they e- quality? They are like we have to make sure that's yeah. so is it the color they want can we get a sample to make sure the customer is happy and behind the scenes that's a challenge sometimes sure. we don't tell our customer that no, we just sure. make it happen but i would say that, that that's probably one of the bigger challenges is making sure we're getting the product that is available and it will be delivered on time mm-hmm. and managing that
0: i um on that note of you know what what our customer sees and what our customer doesn't see, what's happening behind the scenes, um, I have to share that um, when I was a student at SUNY Adirondack, you came in and you spoke to our class, um, Professor Hatton's class, and something you said really uh, struck a nerve with me. And um, you're you and your team are very service focused when it comes to the customer and. Um, the, the comment that you had made was, um, and I, I don't want to not word for word, but you, you had noted that your, um, your, your customer, and I want to, I'm sensitive to the way that I say this, because I don't want people to mishear what I'm trying to mm-hmm. share, but your customer doesn't care if your car broke down. Your customer doesn't care if you've got babysitting challenges and and you know a little bit we talked about that's where the community comes in that's where the people who support you and encourage you and have your back and are there to listen to those struggles that's where that comes in but your customer wants to be served and that really resonated with me that service mindset that you have
1: yeah it I think it's important to understand that because when it comes to promotional products and branded merchandise, it's everywhere. I mean, there's ads on television all the time for larger companies who focus on it. It's not, it's not that hard to find someone who sells promotional products. So we have to have something that sets us apart. Mm -hmm. But when you are service oriented and you are in a business where people just need in any business, they just want their stuff. If you go into a restaurant, if someone comes into your restaurant they want to be served. Right, right. So they have to, you know, there has to be that. They really don't. They don't care if mm-hmm. you're sick. Um, They don't care what's going on. And not, like you said, not to say it in a bad way. It's not sure. that they don't care. We're not talking about the level of they're not caring humans. Right. They have a job to do. Right. So if they've been charged with getting giveaways for a trade show that the entire company, their company has spent money on planning and sending staff. And so they need giveaways. If they call us up, I can't possibly say I've been sick for two weeks and I'm sorry, I don't feel good or my staff is out. So I can't get this to you right now. Can I call you back? Right. Well, no, they have a job to do. Right. And, and so it's not really right. Like you said, it's not that people, people are caring, Mm -hmm, right? You're going to see a story on the news that shows that someone got into a car accident and you're going to think as a caring human, oh, that's, that's sad. Mm -hmm. But then you're going to go on with your day, right? Because there's a, there's, you're not intimately connected. Sure. And when you have a job to do and they need product, they're not intimately connected to your problems. Right. It, it's that's just the way that it goes, and yeah. it's it's just understanding that it's not being mad right. at them. No,
0: no. From a business perspective, the flip of that is that you have put out a product, so you've got a list of items on the menu, food items, dinner items that your customer can order from, and that's what your customer came in to get. You're telling them this is what you can have at this price you need to deliver on that yes and you have to clear away whatever's standing in the way to be able to deliver on that that's the service mindset it is the that is the service mindset
1: and it's making the behind the scenes your problem not your customers right you have to find that product you have to make sure the is the suppliers reliable you have to make sure that you can deliver right whatever it might be that's exactly right And, and that becomes a behind the scenes, your problem, right? Make it happen. Don't burden them with that. And that also includes personal problems. I I mean, I got, I was really sick in the fall. I had a a bad reaction to a, a, a migraine medication I was taking, got very sick and my staff community leapt into action to take care because in the end I might have a customer that I have a really good rapport with and I, will, I, I would send an email and say, I'm going to send you, Gwen's going to take care of you because I'm very sick right now. I, I was in the hospital. I had this bad reaction. Well, their response right away will be like, I'm so sorry. I hope you're doing well. I hope you feel better. Have Gwen get me that pricing. Right. Because they still have to do yes, their job. Exactly. And they exactly. still have their problems. Right. And maybe their problem is they have a sick kid and if they don't do their job, they have to have their money to take care of their problems. Right. So I right. think that's how it goes. It's just a, I wish you the best, but I still yes, need this. Absolutely. And, and I think if as an entrepreneur, you have to understand that. Right. You may think I own my own business. I work for myself. Entrepreneurship can become with a lot of I. Yes.
0: But it really is. I can do it my way. I'll have so much more time. I can, no. Let me tell you
1: something. <laughs> yeah, and exactly. And what it eventually comes to is if you're lucky enough to to be in it for a long time and lucky enough to build a customer base, it is no longer about you right, ever again. And right. that includes your personal problems. Right, and, right.
0: And that's got to be okay. you got to be okay with that. You do have to be okay with that. And I think that, you know, a, a really great way to look at that, that, um, I remember hearing a long time ago, a mom, when my children were younger, a mom was complaining that um, she had to do laundry. And some advice that was given to her by another mom is, you know, I look at it this way. I get to do laundry because I've got three toddlers running around and I absolutely love those three little toddlers. So I want to make sure they've got clean socks and clean shirts to wear and and you know I've that that thought that idea that was shared never left me and there are days where I'll be sweeping the floor here at WorkSmart and I'll just think to myself I have the privilege of sweeping the floor so that these professionals in this space can focus on their dreams and their successes and their goals I'll sweep the floor I'm happy to sweep the floor because it just, it it brings me a lot of joy to be able to make sure that what I'm doing is serving the clients and the members that we have here at WorkSmart to enable them to whatever it is they need to do. And it's fantastic. I have to tell you when you walk into this place it's it's beautiful. I thought you're going to say my floors are clean. It, well, they
1: are, <laughs> everything's clean. It's a little gasp worthy. It's gasp worthy in here. Oh, thank yeah, you. when I walked in I was like, yeah, this is nice. Oh, thank you. Yeah, and that but I think what people don't realize though is when you walk into a place and you get that feeling like I got when I walked into Work Smart today, that's because something's going on behind the scenes. Right. That's a lot of work. Yeah. I always know when I walk into a business and it seems easy for me as the as the consumer or the customer, if it seems effortless, if it's effortless for me, someone's working their butt off behind the right. scenes to make me feel that way. Right. And and that to any, you know, entrepreneurs going, that's where it it goes from that I to just me to the many. Yes, When you become, when you've gotten to a point where you are bound by something else, whether it's employees or customers or whatever it is, that's actually a good thing, right? You've, created something that's, a it does, it's not about you anymore. When it's something bigger is where's magical. Exactly. It, exactly. It's not a bad thing. Magic. It's, it's magical when you're suddenly something's bigger than you. Mm-hmm. And,
0: and that's, wow, that's incredible. Yeah. That's incredible. It you is. Know? It's really something special. And so on the note of staff, mm. yeah, a lot of people have been facing since COVID, Um, staffing issues, staffing challenges, but I'm hearing you talk about, you've got an amazing staff over there.
1: They're incredible.
0: So talk to us about that. I mean, there there have to have been challenges. You found quality people. How do you keep them there? How do you keep them engaged? How do you take that service mindset that, um, it's a little bit different when you're a staff, you know, a staff person, an employee mm. and not the business owner. So how, how, how do you do things there?
1: I think when it comes to finding staff, I don't think there, there's, uh, if anybody had the secret to it, 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 it wouldn't be a constant conversation. Right. I, I think that because every place is different, every job is different, every task is different and you have to find the person that fits it. Do they fit the culture? Do they fit the job? Where are they at? People have their own personal. People come in with a perception. And so once that plays out, we probably have to go through five to eight people to find someone to stick. Oh, really? In the past, I would say, I mean, we've we've, we have people, a lot of people who've been with us over 20 years. We've been, we're in our 32nd year. Oh, wow. And we, I know, I can't believe I'm that old, (laughs) but we have, um, but we have people who've been with us 25, 26 years. We don't have a lot of turnover. Mm -hmm. Um, I think we have, you have to find, you have to be patient to find the person that fits. So to, you know, it's sort of like, instead of thinking that it's so terrible you have to do laundry, which I completely agree with, you know, that was something I always told my son, if he would complain that he had to, you know, wash dishes or empty mm-hmm. the dishwasher, I'm like, this is a first world problem. You should right. be thanking the dishwasher, right? you right. know, the water that we use, like all that stuff, right? Yeah. And I think if you think, change your perception about staffing, it's a patience, it's an exercise in yeah. patience because we all know training someone is painful. It is. Yeah. Right.
0: It's a painful process because it takes a, a lot of time, but. Well, that was my really wow is, you know, five to seven people before you find the one that fits.
1: Mm. That's a lot of work. That's it a is.
0: lot of time invested. That's, that's a lot of give on your part. It is. And, but sometimes people just don't,
1: they either don't get it. They're either in the sales office and they just don't give themselves the chance to learn or, mm-hmm. Or they just decide that they don't like it. Uh, But we don't have a lot of turnover once we find. We actually have had such a solid staff. Not only two people left during COVID. We kept everybody whole. Everybody employed. That we almost have a problem with. It's such a tight-knit group that when we started to hire people in, they were like outsiders. Oh, my. (laughs) Do you know what I'm saying? Who's coming? You don't know what's going on. (laughs) Yeah. But- You've got to treat people right. Yeah. There are times when there's deadlines, there's tension, but in the end, people know that we just care about them. Right. You've got to allow people a chance to take their kid to the doctor, go to the DMV. You know, we buy everybody, we used to buy everybody lunch once a month. We've knocked that down to about every other month. We have a food truck pull up. Oh, nice you know, we'll buy things and make sure we hand stuff out. Mm -hmm. You've got to acknowledge people. Like we don't have any formal sit down. We're giving you a review. We're a little more, we work alongside of people every day. They do see a sweeping. Mm -hmm. There's not, um, I don't know. We work alongside them and we protect them. We won't make them deal with unruly customers. Mm -hmm. There's no sense in having any customers that would abuse the staff. They, everybody has to respect each other. And I think because of that, we do keep people for a long time and we don't have high turnover, right? It takes a little
0: while to get that one person to stick, but we don't
1: have to do that very
0: often. Sure. Yeah. And that's, you know, something I love, and this is what um, struck me immediately upon meeting you and hearing you talk is that you have a very human approach. And I think that's the magic. That's the key is treating not just your customers and um, but also your staff, like human. They have to be. I mean, we had someone who, we had someone who um, early
1: on when I let people take applications home, I didn't realize someone would return application. They couldn't read or write. So this was a rookie mistake. I didn't know. So people would take applications home. She came on this girl and she couldn't read or write and it took us mm-hmm. a little bit to figure it out. Oh. So we switched her job because we couldn't have her in her position of filling out packing slips and writing on the boxes. Like it was obvious. Right. Okay. So we switched her job and said, you know, that we would get her into a literacy program. She filed a complaint against us with the E equal employment, the EOC, the equal employment opportunity commission, mm-hmm. and said that we were discriminating against her. And we ended up having to get a site visit. And this guy came in and ultimately found that we didn't do anything wrong. And he said to me, and I kid you not, he said, the problem with small business owners is you treat your employees like they're family. Yeah, he right. said, you can't care. He goes, you should have just told her that her, her performance wasn't good and fired her, but Isn't instead you tried to help.
0: Mm, and that got you in trouble.
1: And that got us in trouble. And mm. we haven't stopped helping people. Yeah. Good.
0: I think because, that's a good strategy. Yeah.
1: I think it is too. Because for that one instance, there is no way people have problems. They have struggles they need space. They also, you know, we also, everybody understands that it's a, we enter into an agreement together. Right. Right. This is the pay. This is the job we need for you to do, but we're all people. And so, yeah, if you need time to breathe and take care of situate of of personal matters, that has to be allowed.
0: Yeah. I, I love that. I appreciate you sharing that. What do you see in the future? What do you see for any promo and I uh I think good things. Business is good.
1: Business is good. I think there's a consistency. You know, one thing I think that's hard for entrepreneurs is building businesses is fun. That initial yeah. rush. Mm-hmm. It's when you get into the daily grind that it becomes, I don't know, for, I don't want to say boring, but it becomes monotonous maybe. It becomes, uh-huh. uh I don't know, I don't know the word I'm looking for. Not mundane, but just, you know, you do the same thing, right? It beca- mm-hmm. It's not building it it's different. And, uh, I find there's a comfort in the consistency. Sure. So for us, we are growing. We are, our sales have been increasing. Our, our reputation is very good. And I want to keep that. Mm -hmm. I want to make sure that when people think of NE promo, they think of professional people who will help take care of them and make no excuses and make sure that we're their partner. And, and that's what I see in the future and, um, and just to continue, to continue that, you know, and continue our internships that we have with people working with the community, uh, you know, participating in things and, and just, again, being part of the community.
0: Yeah. You guys are, you're really plugged into the community and, uh, having been in business for so long, um, I know, having grown up here, I've seen kind of the, the ebb and the flow of the Glens Falls region. I'd love to know your perspective on, you know, wh- what this region looked like way back when you started and how you've been able to watch it grow. And what do you think is, um, you know, what's the future of the Glens Falls region? I, I have to tell you, as a, as
1: a transplant, I'm officially a transplant because I moved here. I met my husband as from Glens Falls and we both went to college together. Okay. So I grew up on Long Island, but I have lived here longer now than I okay. ever did on Long Island. i have here. This is my home and I love it here. Um, Cause I've been here 30, I've been here 32 years yeah, and the, to me the um, way things have been growing in this area is incredible to me Isn't from it what amazing? it was it's amazing yeah. it's amazing i downtown glens falls is incredible even south glens falls is growing mm-hmm. the um our area here to me is just fantastic and I think everybody likes to support one another. Yeah, and I'm glad that it's really become that way. I feel like the the Adirondack Regional Chamber brings people together in terms of businesses. I think that more and more businesses have been able to thrive from each other. Mm-hmm. As more businesses pop up, other businesses are able to support them. Right. You know, right. Like it, it all it's like almost like its own little ecosystem. It
0: really is. It really is, and. You can see it with the different businesses in downtown Glens Falls. It's just welcoming. The new business? Who are you? What are you doing? What do you need? How can we help? Yeah. And we're always the
1: same way. It's like, mm-hmm. where do we go? We want to support our customers. We right. want to support the local region. We want to support people who we know are, you know, working hard like us, other businesses. So to me, I feel like it's an, it's, it's it thrives from, we thrive from each other. Yeah, And I find there's an excitement to that. And, and to me, I feel like it's continuing to grow. And we certainly are are here to stay. There's a plan for, we're here to stay. So awesome.
0: yeah. Awesome. Well, I appreciate all that you do for this community and it's been so great to sit down and catch up with you. Thank you so much for sharing, sharing from the heart. And I feel like our listeners, um, have been able to learn a lot from what you've shared. Um, C- congratulations on your success and thank I you. wish you continued success. Thank you so much. Thanks for having me, Christy. I really appreciate it. Thank you. My pleasure. And thank you for listening and tuning in for this past half hour. Um, if you have any questions or you know anybody that we should feature on the podcast, please take a minute to shoot us an email at just at gmail.com. And we'll catch you here next time. Just off Glenn. Thanks for listening. This podcast was recorded at WorkSmart Coworking and Meeting Space in downtown
1: Glen Falls and produced by Black Mountain Visuals. Don't forget to subscribe and
0: leave us a review. Join us again next time. We'll meet just off Glen.